new year means new seasons for men's volleyball and women's water polo are here. Coming up in this week's Triton Spotlight, we'll get you set for the 2024 UC San Diego seasons. We'll talk with head coaches Brad Rostratter and Brad Kruzkamp to preview their seasons. And that's all coming up in a moment in this week's Triton Spotlight. Happy New Year and welcome to episode 90 of Triton Cast. This is the podcast for UC San Diego Athletics. I'm Jeff Turiel. Whether you found us on UCSDTritons.com or on your favorite podcast platform, we're so happy you've tuned in this week. And if you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate us, or write a brief review. Before we get to this week's Triton Spotlight, let's go around campus. It's been a strong start to Big West play for both men's and women's basketball. The men's team is off to its best ever start in conference play after wins at UC Santa Barbara and Cal State Fullerton last week, while the women beat those same two schools last week at Lion Tree Arena. Men's volleyball opened play over the weekend in Santa Barbara, and the Tritons' Peter Selcho was named Big West Defensive Player of the Week. More spring sports get going later this week, with the men's and women's tennis teams starting their seasons. And this week's University Credit Union Athletes of the Week are Katie Springs from Women's Basketball and Bryce Pope from Men's Basketball. Congrats to those two. Now it's on to this week's Triton Spotlight. We'll begin with men's volleyball head coach Brad Rostratter. He's set to begin his second season in La Jolla as the Tritons head coach, and there's a lot to be excited about with UC San Diego men's volleyball. ESPN's Ted Mendenhall caught up with Brad to preview the season recently during a men's hoops game at Lion Tree Arena. Here's that conversation. Uh, Brad, uh, you're starting to ramp things up. You've got a scrimmage coming up on, on Saturday. Still a, a fairly young team, but now a young team with some experience after last season. Yeah, we had a, a lot of freshmen who were on the court and a lot of younger guys on the court for us last year. So being able to bring back some guys with some experience and then also like they're just naturally older and a little bit wiser, not too much wiser, but a little bit wiser <laughs> um, really helps us. Uh, and it's really good just for our practice and our training. And Yeah, so we're, we're excited. We got back in the gym today, so it's nice that we're kind of back we're able to just kind of buckle down and get rolling into season so what do you hope to uh, you've got the scrimmage on saturday against calgary what are you hoping to accomplish with there is it just to kind of knock off the rust or yeah a little bit knocking off the rust and it's always good to get to play the canadian college system they are they take a mid-season break so then they come down here so they're in much better shape they're kind of more primed and ready to where we're at the start of the year they're kind of three quarters of the way through their season so it's nice to get to have them come out be a little bit more polished and get to play against them and compete against them and it's always nice when it's competing against someone totally new and totally different for us who, who are uh, some guys that, that you look, look forward to stepping up this season yeah we have uh, a lot of the guys who are on that all big west freshman team uh, for us uh, sophomore libero evan boyle uh, redshirt sophomore outside hitter josh schellinger uh, and then redshirt sophomore uh, Jim Garrison as well are all going to be some guys to really help us. Our starting setter Gabe Dyer is returning as well. So um, those are just a few of the faces. I think there will be some familiar faces around, but also some new faces, which will be good for uh, good for our team and good for the program. Now we're going to take a look here at, at the uh, upcoming schedule. We talked yeah. about the scrimmage coming up, but uh, here's the uh, the uh, UCSB A6 Invitational. You got George Mason, Grand Canyon, NJIT. Uh, how much time have you spent uh, looking at them? We got lucky. All three of those teams returned a lot of their guys from last season, so we've been able to do a little bit. You know, we're not too worried too much about them. 
just in the sense it's a lot more about how we're playing, how we're performing that time of the year. Yeah. So uh, we know a little bit, and we know all three of those teams have a lot of returners like us. So it'll be some really good competition. And then Ball State, Ohio State are two teams that have both went to the NCAA tournament in the past two years out of the Viva Conference. Uh, and then we get to kick off a nice homestand against Princeton. So yeah, we're so excited for that stretch. Everybody, make sure you mark down that date. That's on January 16th. That'll be here at Lion Tree Arena against Princeton. Uh, Brad, really appreciate the time. Uh, best of luck to you. And, and uh, hopefully you just keep building as you have after year number one. Yeah, appreciate that. And it's always good to be here. And it's always nice to see the Tritons on top going into half. Absolutely. They are 34-23. In fact, uh, Brad, appreciate you. Thanks, Brad and Ted. The Tritons are competing in the Midwest this week before opening their home schedule on Tuesday against Princeton at Lion Tree Arena. Tickets can be purchased at ucsdtritons.com tickets. Next up in the Triton spotlight, we turn to women's water polo with head coach Brad Krutzkamp. Now in his 15th season leading the Tritons, Krutzkamp chatted with ESPN broadcaster Steve Quist to look ahead to the UC San Diego season. Here's that conversation from earlier this week. So I find it fascinating, Brad, that we're talking here. You guys just got out of the pool on a day where it was 34 degrees in San Diego. Uh, and you had a productive practice. I mean, who wants to be in a pool on a 34 degree day on the first day of school? Definitely not me. <laughs> but they didn't have much of a choice. Uh, maybe it's what got them going so well. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You know, when I'm, I'm, I'm dusting ice off of my windshield this morning and then telling them to jump in the pool, yeah, I felt a little guilty. <laughs> so let's start talking about the way you ended last year. You guys kind of found your stride as the season went on. You won five of your last six. Is there anything you can take from that performance at the end of last season moving on into this year? Yeah, I think so for sure. Um, in fact, it's been exactly what I've been thinking about for the entire offseason is, is being able to build on that and using uh, you know that same personnel. We're really fortunate we're returning our entire starting lineup. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we may be returning it most of it all next year as well. So, yeah, you know, no coaches like to use rebuild, but no. last year was a rebuild. We really did. We had to, we had to sort things out. And I think we saw that at the end of the year and we were really starting to uh, gain the confidence and, and believe in ourselves. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the same game plan we ended up with last year and see if we can keep keep running with it. Yeah, because it seemed to work. I mean, you you produced three All Americans or for this year, right? I mean, you have um, Caroline Crystal, uh, Courtney Akamura, and then Kendall Thomas. What do each one of them bring to your team here this year? A lot of different things, um, and that's what's so awesome about it is that Kendall Thomas, you know, is our starting center. For those of out there who aren't too familiar with water polo, it's very similar to basketball center, and it, it all starts and ends with that person in the middle. And she's just getting better and better. Um, and she brings um, an unlikely speed to that position that not many teams can have. So so she starts with there. And then Courtney, the left-hander on one side of the pool, like in soccer, you have your lefty. And then on the on the right side, Caroline Crystal, you know, we have uh, – oh, I'm sorry, the right-hander side. Um, we have great balance on all three sides. So, you know, in the center and both, both sides, they can all shoot. Uh, they're young, and I'm, I'm excited to coach them. How about um, the season getting underway the weekend of the 20th? And so I'm looking at the schedule. It looks like you've got a couple of games on a Saturday and then uh, two more on Sunday. What excites you the most about starting this season here in early 2024? You know, it's like studying for a test. You, you think you have studied everything you needed to do, which is our practices. 
Yeah. And then you go take the test, which is the game. And what excites me is to see if, if what we were practicing is actually going to translate, if it's actually going to happen in the games. And so, you know, invariably I've been doing this enough that, that a lot of things work out exactly like you want them to, but enough doesn't for us to stay calm and have to just go back and, and do a little more study. That's uh, the UCSB tournament that you're up there. And I saw UCLA's in there. So I would assume Correct. that's probably the, the tough opponent. And do you have any chance of seeing Santa Barbara in there at all? It doesn't no, look like no, we won't see Santa Barbara. The, the, this is a, our opponents are set. We'll play Ottawa and um, Marist and Whittier and UCLA. We'll play all four of those teams. Okay. And UCLA be the toughest challenge, I would assume? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all a good measuring stick? For sure. And uh, yeah, I, I always embrace those those games early in the season. You know, I wish we could sneak up and, and, and steal one from them here and there. But, you know, they're, right. they're always in the national championship hunt. So we'll see how it goes. So you play in four early season tournaments before conference play begins in March. Um, how do those fields prepare you for conference play, do you think? You know, we get such a great, great, diverse uh, quality of opponents when we play in these tournaments. And we mm-hmm. can play somebody who, you know, might be a Division three team who is, you know, uh, stuff we can work on in those games as opposed to a UCLA or a Stanford that we run into sometimes when we play at the, uh, the Irvine tournament. And everything in between, playing multiple games on multiple days, gets us tired, gets us in shape, gets us mentally challenged. We have a lot of ups and a lot of downs. So then when that's all behind us and we can go one game a week for just our tough conference opponents, I feel like we can, uh, we've can we sharpened the sword enough to really attack that late part of our season. Do you see different styles of teams playing too? I mean, I, you said like between Division Three and Division One, but how about different styles in the pool? Is there, yeah, for sure. is there a such thing? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I think it all depends on your personnel. Uh, there are teams out there who are just super fast. And so, you know, we've got to beat them in transition. And then there are teams that are just big and strong and we have to beat them in the half court and everything in between a little spicy, but, you know, generally we just go look at the personnel from each team and, and uh, almost invariably every weekend we'll face a, a current or future Olympian on some, from some country, whether it's ours or somebody else's. Right. And, and, uh, and we have to go after them and, and, and plan those attacks. Is there a mindset to playing, you know, you early in the season, it seems like you're playing twice, you know, a day and then, here we go, big West play, and it's just like we're playing one time. Is there a different mindset about early season to when it becomes really important in conference play? Yeah, I think play? we grind right now a little bit. Water polo is such a physical, well, physically demanding sport that we yeah. just grind real hard right now. And we try to keep ourselves really, really in shape so we can be injury-free. And then we really start tapering back during those one-week games. We can give them you know, practice. We shorten the practices up a little bit. We give them a little more time. Their bodies feel really strong. And we can really, really give our best to just one game a week. Yeah. And and some of the start times are weird, too. I'm looking here. You get, like, some 10 a.m. games, a 9 a.m. game. And then yeah. when Big West plays, you're going to play at 7. I mean, yes. that's yeah. – how is that to turn it on and first thing in the morning? It can be tough. And as to opposed to just waiting all day with anticipation of playing yeah, at night. Yeah, no, that can be tough. That's a really good point. Um, you know, I, I, I part of me loves the fact that, you know, you don't have time to you, – you're, when you're in tournament play, you don't have time to mess around. You know, it's like we – I was literally doing the itinerary for our Santa Barbara tournament this morning. And as I'm writing it out, it's like, man, we play, we eat, we get back in. We Here we go again. We don't have time to dwell on things. We can chat about it yeah. in class and move on. Leading up for a full week 
of, of practices. Well, we, we pull a full video day. We pull the opponents off. We look at their, 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 their past games. We really pick those teams apart to really try to attack um, those games. Honestly, I, I don't know if it works as well as just turning around and just playing sometimes. Sometimes just right. playing, you know, is just as good. Right. Um, so you're entering your fifth season here in the Big West Conference. It's not a full conference like in basketball where you might see 11 schools and you only right. play everybody just one time. and There's a limited number of those. Um, how do you see the conference shaping up here this year? Tough as always. It, yeah. I mean, top to bottom, I think we have the most competitive conference in the country. Interesting. Um, you know, the top four teams are obviously in the NPSF, but the disparity no. between the top and the bottom in that conference compared to how balanced our conference is, we literally could lose any single game all year long. And, you know, rarely do you have an undefeated team sitting at the top of our conference at the end of the season, even though it's only going to be six games. And so I love it. I, I it's It's a grind, but the scoreboard watching is awesome. You know, every weekend, you know, we're booking quick up. All right, how do the other teams in our conference do? Yeah. How do I see it matching up again? Clearly, Irvine and Hawaii have been the cream of this conference for a long time. And I don't expect that to change this year. They're both amazing squads. And then you have, uh, you toss it up, Long Beach and Santa Barbara and Davis and ourselves. Even Northridge and Fullerton are improving every single year. So, yeah, they're going to be on us and we have to be on our game to be able to compete with them. How will you define success for this year? Well, that's coming off what you had last year and, and what you have coming back, the three All-Americans? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We need to get past the semifinals. You know, this is two years ago we've made it to the semifinals yeah. and came up short. And, uh, yeah, we have we have our own mantra this year that we have on T-shirts called Two More Games. We need to win two more games, and that will get us a championship. And so we work that much harder <clears throat> to win two more games at conference championship. And that's how, that's how I think I'm going to measure it. Beautiful. Thank you. That's all we got for you. Awesome, man. Awesome. Always good talking to you guys. Thank you, Brad and Steve. The Tritons will open their season January 20th when they compete in a UCSB tournament. The home opener will be the annual Triton Invitational beginning February 2nd. And for season tickets, you can visit the Triton box office. Well, be sure you're subscribed to TritonCast on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss a moment. New episodes of TritonCast premiere on Wednesdays. Thank you for listening this week, and don't forget, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms by searching TritonCast wherever you get your pods. And a reminder, you can listen to any of our 90 episodes anytime on demand. Just visit ucsdtritons.com slash podcasts. For more on TritonCast, follow us on X at TritonCast. And if you have a suggestion for a future guest, you can send us a tweet or email us. Our email is tritoncast at ucsd.edu. We'll see you back here next time. You've been listening to TritonCast. TritonCast is a production of UC San Diego Athletics Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your platform of choice. If you have show questions or comments or suggestions for future guests, email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at tritoncast.